You're listening to the SHL Smart Teams Podcast, a show where we invite experts on people science to talk about how to build a future where businesses thrive because their people thrive. Welcome to SHL Talent Talks. I am Siotlelo Raplai, uh, based in the South African office. Uh, currently, product marketing manager secondment for, for our business. I have here with me Tabi Somoloi. Um, please introduce yourself, sir. Well, thank you, Kansa. Um, yeah, Tabi Somoloi. Um, so I'm also Jorik based in South Africa. I'm in the communication space, but I also delve a little um, on my um, current sphere. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to this chat and thank you for having me. No, thank you very much for making yourself available. So. As discussed, the idea behind today is to delve a little bit more on the importance of developing youth leadership in our country, specifically in the corporate space. So where mm -hmm. we need to start building our, our youth's confidence in their ability to lead. Uh, this can be anything from specific projects. Uh, it can be uh, on specific roles. So as long as we are developing our our youth properly and we're not just throwing them with meaningless tasks where they, they don't even know where their career uh, careers are headed afterwards so mm -hmm. the idea is to just help build that confidence as well right um I'll, st I'll start with telling you a basic story of when i first walked into the corporate space it was for a small finance company in south africa so we did loans for uh for students in education mm -hmm. And so when I first started this job, it was quite interesting. So it was in the HR space, which is absolutely nothing that I, I studied <laughs> in university, yeah. right? And uh, the supervisor that was assigned to me, um, he, she recognized sort of uh, my need for in sort of independence. So instead of giving me a list of tasks to do, to say, uh, today we are going to do it, uh, we're going to do printing, we're going to do this. And I don't think she had planned that, just that I needed to develop as quickly as I possibly can in a role that I knew nothing about. And mm -hmm. she threw me with a project. My my pro my first task walking into uh, corporate space was to run a recruitment campaign for learnerships from end to with end. With no experience. With no, with no experience, right? That so sounds end amazing. To end. Wow. Talk about being thrown in the deep end, literally. Yes. Yeah. So you you're thrown in the deep end. So you could you can you could always ask for help, which is what I did for the most part of it. But in the in in the initial conversations that I had with her, the idea was that we needed to attract the most top best candidates that we can we can get and then put them into positions in IT, in finance, in sales and whatever not. Now, mm -hmm. I had to learn the business that way. What 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 is the business about? What, what kind of culture is this? Uh, what kind of people would benefit from working in this particular environment? That for me developed a sort of confidence in my ability to do a job, right? Yeah. Now, not a lot, not a lot of uh, candidates got that opportunity. Obviously, when somebody walks into the working environment as an intern, you're going to be thrown with very minimal tasks because they don't yeah. believe that you can do it. They don't believe mm -hmm. that you, you, you're able to 
um, complete very complicated tasks with, with mm -hmm. the utmost respect for those tasks in this case. And I think that that is the one thing that sort of holds the youth back in terms of giving them that confidence to become leaders in the workplace. Yeah. And for me, what it ended up doing is that within one month of being in that role, I was up and running. I was literally leading the project, engaging with external stakeholders, um, talking to recruitment agencies, talking to senior management, first month at work, uh, sitting oh. in an office with a CEO to find out what the ideal salesperson is, was both terrifying and uplifting at the same time. That's crazy. And, wow. Yeah, exactly. And this, this was with the guidance of, uh, at the time, the, my supervisor was an HR officer, so she wasn't even in management. Right? So she, she took that opportunity to actually see what, what, we, are, what we are capable of. And and it sort of worked out. But then I had uh, I started thinking to myself, how can we then maximize this learning opportunity for other youth in the, in the mm -hmm. environment? Because you, you, you need to live with more than just the skills when you, when you walk out of a, of a role, you need to live with the potential for growth. Yeah. And this is where this um, youth leadership concept came through, especially in the workplace. I don't know what you think about that, man, if you have anything to, to add there. Yeah, so a very interesting journey um, that you've had. Um, I agree with you that probably one of the best ways to actually learn on the job and actually have more confidence on the job is to be literally thrown into the deep end. But again, you need some guidance because like you mentioned, you can't be completing tasks without knowing what you need to do exactly. I think also just kind of aligning it to my journey. Um, it's almost similar to yours, but um, not as hectic as yours, because luckily for me, um, I did start off in the space, so in the communication space, so it wasn't anything literally um, different from what I studied at tertiary. So, and I was lucky enough, um, considering the fact that um, when it comes to youth, employment in this country it's a huge problem so i think one of the things that i'm grateful for is the fact that right after my graduation i literally got a job um like a month after um so that was that was a blessing in disguise and when i look at it in that sense i kind of look back at it and kind of smile in a way um and kind of be thankful for everything that i've been able to achieve from that point of view because that was my launch phase into what I'm doing right now. Um, but yeah, um, confidence is everything. So when it comes to anything and everything that you do, I think when I was in tertiary, um, one of the things that I used to struggle with was the fact that I was very quiet. I was um, at times very shy, but even with that, I was able to push myself and kind of be able to chart a path for myself in terms of what I needed to achieve and what I needed to do and how to get to the end goal. So everything, it doesn't matter if you are shy or et cetera, or whatever um, shape or form you come in, literally everything starts with you. So even with leadership, I think the first point of call that you need to start with is leading yourself effectively. Because if you can't lead yourself effectively and if you can't, if you don't know yourself um, fully, then 
you won't be able to do anything else. So I'm grateful that I was able to identify that much earlier, not only in my career, but also in my personal life, that you literally need to know yourself and develop yourself first and kind of take the disciplines and just from realizing who you are and just be able to take that forward and kind of craft confidence in terms of who you are because we are all unique in our own way. So also just not being scared to go for things when you spot an opportunity, um, literally not caring too much what other people say or think about you. I think that's another thing that you need to have, but it all boils down to being confident. So confidence is a huge thing and it's something that not too many people have, um, especially in the workplace and us being the youth, not knowing what to expect from a workplace point of view. Um, so if there's anything that I would literally advise anyone who's starting out a new job or looking for a new job or getting into the job scene is to actually craft that confidence first. But in order to craft that confidence, you need to know yourself and what you want out of life. No, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I agree with you there. And I think you mentioned something that, that sits very well with my next point, leading yourself. Right. So a lot of the times people think leadership is about telling everybody else around you what to do. Mm, right. No. But but the most important thing is if you can, if you can take a step back as a, as a, as as an individual and think and think to yourself what what is it that i want in this life and i mean you're right um our journeys are going to differ uh, some people are shy some people um obviously visible but in mm -hmm. terms of leadership qualities right it, it doesn't matter what your personality is so you can be confident and quiet you can be confident and loud yeah, so, true. so, so, so the, the, the common factor there is that that confidence is going to work out. But in terms of the youth having to lead themselves, right? And this, this, this is the crux of the matter. Um, and I'll also use another example because you and I have had different <laughs> experiences when it came yeah, to true. the working environment. So you got a yeah. job a month after um, graduating. Yeah. I got, I got very, um, uneasy when I was when I was approaching my, my year end adversity. It was yeah. it, it, it became very problematic because I didn't see how I was going to get a job. It it literally drove me crazy not knowing um, how that's going to look like for me. So I ended mm. up having to create certain opportunities for myself, including moving into the journalism sphere, which is where I started at the community at a community newspaper. And all of that, all of, all of what that did was build up that confidence to say, I can do what I want to put my mind on, yeah. right? But I wasn't thinking leadership at that point, at that point in time. When, mm -hmm. when I started thinking about leadership in youth is when I, when I started proper corporate work and I worked in there and walked into the office and I saw the clear differences between um, new staff members and old staff members yeah. right and that and that and that for me was was very painful because i saw somebody who was very good at their job and i'm look i'm talking about a, a very old staff member i think at the time she was about 50 years old having worked for that company for about 19 years right still oh. in the same role sure. that, wow. that for me that for me gave me um 
sort of <laughs> heart palpitations, if I can put it that way. The yeah. reason being is, I don't know, is she happy here when she is uh, to say, I'm okay with this one role for 20 years and I'm okay with everything as, as it is for, for, for 20 years? Or is there something that's keeping her there that told her that you can't go beyond where you are? Mm. Now, needless to say, I know there are specialists in this world, so specialists don't necessarily need to, to worry about leadership positions. Uh, specialists can be people that are very good at a specific uh, mm. criteria of work and they can carry that throughout their own life. The good thing about that it, is that it means they are responsible for their own skill sets. Yeah. And, uh, and, how, and how they can generate revenue for that is specific to them. But with the youth, right? that instills fear in them. So when you see somebody that's not growing at a company, that, that sort of instills fear. You try to figure out what is it that they're doing so that you don't do it. And yeah. we, th those are the people we ended up not talking to. So I decided to, to say, you know what, let me go talk to this lady. Let me find out uh, what's happening and whatever not. It turns out she did not like any of the managers at work. All of them because she, cause she like sort of graduated in the old, olden days there from a te uh, from a Technicon at, at the time okay. and not yeah. and not a university. So they didn't believe her education was sufficient enough for her to move from the role she was in to a supervisor. But when you're speaking to her and you see how she's solving problems on a daily basis, so she exhibited all the qualities of a leader, but no yeah. one gave her that opportunity up until she was 50 years old and approaching retirement. At oh. that time, she was mm -hmm. exhausted with life. Right. So she didn't want anything else to do. She didn't want to take in any more responsibilities. Also, the downside of that is that she didn't even care enough to try and help the youth that were mm. coming in into the company. And that's that's something that I don't want happening to an individual because it means she walked into a toxic environment from the get go mm. and has kept it that way and to her that became the norm it means managers are unapproachable you don't talk to them you don't uh, challenge their opinions you don't challenge their views and then you leave it as that we can't have the same approach with the youth uh, sure. we, we are yeah. a very complex uh, human beings we're still very enthusiastic we have a lot of things that we want to achieve mm. so what 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 needs to happen in, in in the working environment like that and and i think a lot of companies are try, are starting to implement this where you have you, you can get a mentor or a coach somebody mm -hmm. outside of your expertise to give you insights into the organization that is all good but that's not a clear path to leadership development because it just focuses on your personal development right yeah. and i need to incorporate personal growth with leadership growth. You don't have to be a manager to have leadership skills, but mm -hmm. it's important that you at least know that you have the potential to become one should you choose that path and also that the environment allows. Yeah, very true. Yep. So yeah, I don't know if you also have anything to add on to that. Yeah, um, I think what you mentioned kind of reminded me of something that your environment is everything. So where you are or where you find yourself, especially when you're getting into the job scene, it's very important to kind of find the right place. So the right place determines where you go ultimately. So it's in very rare cases where you find people who started off 
in a not so great job environment and then they actually went on to um find finding something more or something different or something more beneficial to them so the environment that you find yourself in is very important because like i mentioned in my case i started in the in the actual industry that i actually studied for um so that made things a little bit easier and the company that i worked for also um the humans were just amazing um so in that instance i kind of had it easy if i may put it that way um but essentially even though you may find yourself that that works in two ways so i could have just gotten into that um internship and kind of flowed through it in a comfort zone and just um just kind of flowed with the entire sea or whatever and just stayed there but the thing about me is i like pushing myself and i like kind of looking into what else is out there so kind of challenging myself which is why it's also reflected in the various things that i'm interested in so there's literally um any topic that i can talk to somebody so one of the things that i usually look at when i look at life is you only have one shot at this thing so if you kind of box yourself in and also allow yourself to be defined in a specific way it kind of limits you as a person so that's something that i've been running away from and to this day it's still something that i kind of strive for to kind of have different influences and different um perspectives on different topics so that i can be able to um relate to any type of person um on the street so i think relating to other people is another way um that kind of opens you up to different perspectives and if you understand where the other person is coming from and you're able to relate to them on a on their level whatever level that may be it kind of allows you to open yourself up and also vice versa from their side so it's more beneficial in that way so pushing yourself and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone i think is one thing that i'll also encourage anyone who's anyone regardless of whatever age you are in because even if you are in your old age nothing is too late i mean you can literally live the life that you want um obviously when you start younger it becomes easier because you open yourself up to as many different things as possible because you do have ample time but then again it also kind of comes back to the question of how much time do you really have so if you have the opportunity to explore as many things as you can then go for it i mean absolutely i've literally i've literally gone to even korea i i taught english to 5 year olds that was quite a different experience so it's it's opening you up to new things and kind of crushing the stereotypes that you have about places people etc so allowing myself to kind of go out say for instance like i mentioned i went to korea to go and teach english uh, for a while that kind of opened me up to another world view or another way of thinking about things so the way that i used to think about certain countries or different places before is vastly different to actually now where i find myself so i literally had a different idea about south korea and how it was 
but now having had that experience and opening myself up to actually going for it has opened me up to new worldviews and also it's just new opportunities, new people, um, new food, new everything. So it's, it's literally, if, if you find yourself in a position where you are able to experience as many things as you can, then I say go for it. So your environment is one thing, but if you don't push yourself, then you won't get anywhere. Staying in a comfort zone doesn't, doesn't help anyone in any instance. Absolutely. I agree with you. Right. And then, you know what, uh, something that you mentioned there that's important, the opportunity you have to travel there. So so I believe South Africa is a, is a global, is a, is a global connector. Right. 100%. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a global connector. We have a lot of global organizations operating here that can give our youth the opportunity to actually explore and experience the, the world as much as we as, as possible. And this is something that's actually uh, a, very, a niche market in a lot of graduate programs. So graduate programs in South Africa, what they end up doing is that they'll recruit some candidates, uh, put them through two years of uh, training and whatever not, and then spit them out into the, into the world for them to go find for themselves with very limited experience. Mm. The part of leadership that's important, right, is experiencing the environment that you're going to be working with. So, yeah. and a lot of these companies that run graduate programs, by the way, are global companies in South mm. Africa. Right, so their graduate solutions are in such a, uh, sort of their graduate programs are in such a manner that uh, they, 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 they remain one-sided. They, they just feed skilled people back into the unemployment line, which yeah. is, which is quite frustrating mm. for me, mm. right? Cause it, cause that's the missed potential, right? So those guys that we, that go into the environment and then they go out, that's the mix we're missing the entire potential entirely. And we need, we need to find a better way of, of harnessing their potential and making it good, making it good work. Right. So. Mm companies should learn to start using their global networks to start placing their youth properly mm. to give them this exposure and this experience, right? Because the other thing that's going to make the youth of tomorrow successful tomorrow is understanding the world and its complexities right now. So for example, if you go to Korea, you're going to understand the culture that you're going to see how they work. When you mm. come back to South Africa to take to take on a leadership position, you're now not using a narrow-minded approach to your leadership. You develop yeah. what we call empathy, right? Because yeah. now you're able to put yourself in another person's shoe, mm-hmm. right? And but nobody's developing that, right? Because you're yeah. taught you're taught to be very selfish when you get into the work environment, right? Do you mm-hmm. about you and then leave? Don't don't worry about what anybody else is doing. And yeah, as much as much as that's good, if you're going to want to actually succeed, you need to be able to relate, right? You have to relate to your customers. Mm-hmm. You have to relate to your senior management. You have to relate to your colleague because you're ultimately going to work with a lot of different people when yeah. you're not under the umbrella of their graduate program. Mm-hmm. So the one way the one way for these companies to start uh, thinking about how to develop this youth po- properly outside, during their graduate program is to utilize information that's important. So literally run, run a couple of assessments, see where your person needs the most development, see where they can, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
see, see where they have their most strength so that you can capitalize on it. It makes it a lot easier to have a conversation with, with a youth person when you know or have some insights about their, uh, their strengths and weaknesses, right? Yeah. But that requires con that requires a conversation beyond. Um, be grateful for being in this graduate program. You're going to be here for two years. You'll do everything that we're going to say you do, and after that, good luck with your life. <laughs> right. So yeah, that, 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 yeah, that for that for that for me that for me hurts simply because we have. I mean, South Africa, dude, we are producing close to about three hundred thousand graduates every year. The job market is decreasing. Uh, mm. The candidates are increasing, mm. right? So we need to find a way of making sure that those that are lucky enough to get a job, mm -hmm. right, their potential is harnessed enough and sufficiently enough for them to 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 not go back to the unemployment line. Yeah. Right? So to make to make it easier for them to start exp confidently exploring other opportunities out there in the world besides what they started for. I mean, yeah. and the example I can give there, which is a quick one, is that one of the individuals I hired in my first uh, role there as leading, leading a, a recruitment project was a gentleman that studied uh, quality assurance, which is essentially a BSc degree. And mm -hmm. I said he would be better suited to be in HR. The entire organization fought me with it. I gave my reasons as to why I believe that, because he was going to bring in a different perspective to an otherwise boring function yeah. in the company. Mm -hmm. uh, this was about six years ago. Right now, this uh, the gentleman is leading one of the um, biggest medical aid suppliers mm -hmm. in South Africa as an wow, HR amazing. journalist, so still within that role, because that's how much impact he has had outside of his um, qualification, yeah, yeah, right. So, 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 so that's something that we saw is that it, it now removes the limit of the, of the degree from the candidate to say, you have a degree, don't be defined by it. Your potential mm -hmm. is so much more. You can do so much more everywhere else. Yeah. If you just, if you just allow yourself that growth. True, true. Right, yeah, and I think from from my side, man, that, that that's it. I I do believe that we can do more with youth leadership. Um, we do need to give them opportunities, and obviously, when opportunities are given, it's it's literally the responsibility of the youth to grab it and run. Mm -hmm. True, yeah, because it's one thing to spoon feed someone, but it's another to actually allow them the the actual freedom to actually explore what else is out there so kind of spread their wings a bit so you can um guide someone to a point but guide them in a way whereby you are able to actually also kind of release them to see what else is out there don't be hanging on to them for dear life like they they're gonna be running away or running away with company secrets or anything like that it's it literally that's that's not how it works and also just going back to your point around labels um it's it's like i said in my earlier point that i don't like to box myself in so this thing of labels and labeling people according to who they are what they studied etc i don't believe in that i mean you can literally do one thing and be able to soar and fly in another thing altogether so it kind of depends on you as a person trying new things and again going back to what i said again 
just exploring different options and seeing what else is out there. And then ultimately you'll find what works for you. The best way of doing that is to explore and to see. Just try out things. Don't stay in your comfort zone. Absolutely. Look, I absolutely agree with that. I couldn't have said it better myself. And yeah, um, but our youth, man, South Africa, <laughs> they, they, they have so many challenges. Um, yeah, sure. And yeah. and I don't want this to be one of them. I don't want growth to be, to be one of the challenges they have. So mm. that's why for me, it's very important that the uh, leaders of organizations that he coming to the call, like understanding that we are dealing with a complex group of individuals. I mean, sure. never mind our diversity, literally um, the, the, the environment that the youth operate in is, is next level. It's hard. It's a lot of competition. So meaning, and where there's a lot of competition, it means there's always a lot of potential sure. and we shouldn't miss it simply because we don't think youth have what it takes uh, mm -hmm. to, 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 to grow our businesses. Yeah, for right, sure. Yeah. And that, 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 I think that is my last point there for the day, man. Uh, thank you very much for your time. I don't know if you have anything else to add. No, I think we've signed it up pretty well. Um, it, is, it is true that it's a, it's a very harsh environment out there, but I think with this whole entire thing, I think with COVID and whatever, You've seen that a lot of people have lost a lot, but there's also a lot of people who found opportunity in this whole entire mess. So it depends on how you look at things and how you choose to be as a person. I know it's, it's easier said than done, but there is opportunity if you are able to kind of put yourself in a different mind state and kind of be able to motivate yourself and kind of think that there is something better out there. I know it may not look like it, but if you push yourself towards something and if you know what you want, then literally something will happen. It's just a matter of consistency and just continuing to just push back no matter what. So that's how I see it. Absolutely. Thank you very much, man. Really appreciate your time. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the SHL Smart Teams podcast. To learn more about how SHL helps companies leverage their greatest asset, their people, please visit shl.com.